<laughs> and it's Monday morning. Welcome to the Noodleberg Daily Huddle. It is great to be back in my seat. Thank you to Jake for uh, keeping it warm. Um, I love the replay. I was very proud. Nice job, uh, Mr. Mark. Well, you know, anytime we get the opportunity to talk football, it's a great opportunity for us. But then, like, putting the content together and being able to use the inches speech, which, if that's not appropriate for those of you who watched football this weekend, that those games were, even though the scores might not have been point single digits, we're talking about inches. The games, those games were decided by two or three two plays that could have gone either way. You know what I like um, what you said was whoever wrote that speech couldn't be more spot on. I mean, it was uh, just fantastic as the regular crowd. Why do we have feedback, Shay? Shay's working in the back room. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Henry Paisano, nice to see you, my friend. Uh, Dave Stavali, very excited about uh, the end of February. Donna Goldfarb, a Chiefs fan. How about uh, Chad Henney for all the Dolphin fans out there? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How about the, the hashtag, anything is possible? Anything, I yeah. I mean, that's just like amazing, amazing. Um, I will tell you that when uh, Mahomes got hit and got up, that's everything that scares me about football, man. He had no idea where he was. Yeah, he was out on his feet for sure. And it's interesting because for the people who understand like concussion protocol, for him to have tweeted that hashtag, anything is possible, he's not supposed to be on his phone. Like if if you have a concussion, screen time is like the worst thing for you. So it's either a a really good thing, meaning like he's okay and he'll recover quickly, or he's completely breaking protocol and should not be on his phone. Um, Ed Dykes, looking forward to seeing you. Shortly, um, we got a full full thing on tap. Um, you want to go to Scott, uh, Garber. Scott Garber says, "How about them Bills?" I got to say this. I got to put this out there to the universe. I think it's bullshit that they won that game. I think Baltimore gave them that football game. Man. That was one of the worst performances by a Harbaugh team that I've ever seen. And we talked about details and in inches on Friday. They didn't do anything to do the details or the inches and gave that game away. Um, poor reads, uh, missed blocks, drop ball, like it was horrible. Even the run back was, come on, man. You got to knock the guy down, man. Yeah. uh, Shay, give me some wake up music. So here's a little message for everybody today. That's the Tom Brady message. Let's go. Boom. Um, you know what? I love seeing the older guard knock it out of the park. You know, we saw Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be tough. He's going to be a tough out. But um, 
you know, Brady started out bad. A couple of first couple of series, man, they were looking rough, but you do not count that guy out. Ever. And, you know, watching him command everybody on the field, like there was a, there was a penalty that, that shouldn't have happened. And, and watching him just hold the standard, hold the standard for everybody. And I think it's super important because like when, when people talk about, oh, you got to have a quarterback to be successful. The reason you have to have a quarterback to be successful is because the coaches can't lead by example. Coaches can set the standard, can set the strategy, can motivate and inspire and put everybody together. But if you don't have a guy at the head of the helm that's actually doing it and holding everybody accountable, you got no chance. And look, I mean, this is the same team essentially that Jameis Winston had a hold of that's just as talented and doing all the things. But you put the right guy at the quarterback position and bang – now they're going to – and I can't wait for this matchup against Green Bay. So I think Sunday we get the best four teams in the NFL. So it works. Competition, playing it out. Uh, Tampa defense, unbelievable. They were uh, – Devon White, uh, Jake yeah. against. Yeah, um, he's awesome. You know, I mean – He's you know, awesome. talking about guys from this market. Flanagan. Right. Flanagan High School, South Florida, baby. Let's go. So a couple of things I wanted to go over before we do that. This uh, yesterday was International Mentoring Day. And while we weren't, didn't have a huddle, uh, somebody in the huddle reached out and sent us a note. Uh, Greg Goldstein, I'm calling you out. I'm sharing your message on this International Mentoring Day. I just want to thank you both for your mentorship. The improvements made every day that 1% better is because of your push and encouragement. I certainly don't think this entrepreneurial jump would have been made without the confidence you give us. Looking forward to another great week in the huddle. Dude, message accepted. Yeah, thank you, Greg. Really love the message and uh, excited to catch up. You and I got to get on the calendar to uh, just have a virtual coffee and get caught up. It's been too long. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So um, I got a fun-filled content for today. It is two major birthdays. First birthday is Martin Luther King. And you know what? I'm a firm believer success leaves clues. I've been in that guy's quotes and mindset and for as long as I can remember. So instead of doing the quote thing today, I'm going to give you five lessons that entrepreneurs can learn from Martin Luther King. And then it is Winnie the Pooh's birthday. And uh, <laughs> we're going to get into some Pooh Bear today, man. So, uh, but before we do that, I have an unbelievable song to kick off today. The words are spectacular. Jay, give me Bon Jovi. Although I'll keep my social distance, what this world needs is a hug. Until we find the vaccination, there's no substitute for love. So love yourself and love your family. Love your neighbor and your friend. Anytime we love the stranger, just a friend you ain't met yet. Yeah. 
<laughs> shout out, shout out to Bon Jovi, just still you doing know, it, and looks like he hasn't aged a day in his face. He continues to drop very relevant music. The timing, the words. By the way, I mean, this guy opened up a soup kitchen in New York for people to, you know, grocery shop and get the essentials. A couple of major takeaways: the song, "Do What You Do." You do what you can, man. Gonna waterworks there. And then this song, for anybody who wants to know what LinkedIn and social media, growing your social media presence is all about, these are the words. Ain't it time we love the stranger, not sell them. They're just a friend we ain't met yet. God, that's good. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You know, I don't know that there's any more relevant line that... You know, everybody's super sensitive, super fucking jacked up about what's going on. Just make friends. It's just that yep. easy. So any comments here, my son? I love it. I think it's a fantastic song. I think, you know, the, the you know, when you can't do what you do, just do what you can. Just And that's that's MLK. You know, that's MLK. If you can't, if you can't run, walk, if you can't walk, crawl, if you can't crawl, you know, drag yourself through, do whatever you can to continue to move forward. And, um, you know, look, if it's, pandemic's not over, right? I mean, the coronavirus is still happening. Things are still happening. We found ways to continue to move forward. There are still people who are struggling. So, uh, you know, just be, be that, be that light for people. Shay, show me Andrew Silverman's first comment, please. Uh, Andrew is a dear friend Andrew <laughs> Jake, and he's already busted my balls, man. It's Monday morning. <laughs> All up in my grill. About, well uh, done, Jake. Andrew. Well Jake, done, Andrew. Jake will be back. I promise you. I was very proud of him. He was not nervous. I thought he laid it down, hung with you really well. So, um, as I promised, let's go to Martin Luther King. Five business lessons entrepreneurs can learn from this man. I have visited the uh, monument in DC. Uh, just the guy is what was so amazing, just his thought process, his um, faith in humanity. I mean, there's so many quotes, you know, faith is really taking that step when you don't, can't see it. So uh, Mark, do you have this in front of you? I do. Okay, so I, I, I will let you jump in, but he was a leader of passion and perseverance. So on this day of uh, service, inspiration and personal reflection, why don't you give us the first one? Empower your followers. People derive inspiration from involvement. And if that, I mean, number one, that's just about your community, right? But if you don't look, take that as a business lesson and, and look at your customers that way and look at the people that you interact with in the business environment that way to empower them, to give them input in what's happening and keep them top of mind of everything you do, unbelievable first, first lesson. So he had such a way of painting a picture with words, yes. which was just like, you know, what a gift. Refuse to be satisfied. Um, God, I've lived that my whole life. People say, well, why don't you sort of been there, done that? And I go, there are mountains to climb. Refuse to believe that there are insufficient funds in the great vaults of opportunity of this nation. Shmang! <laughs> <laughs> Correct. What comes to mind in that? <laughs> he he was so you, you hit it right on the head. He was so poetic with his words, and he painted such a vivid image of and 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 just moved you so consistently. But I I mean, talk about just 
finding opportunity in anything and, and belief and faith, that faith in humanity, number one, that, I mean, because what he's talking about is bringing people out of a civil rights disaster, right? I mean, that we're still dealing with today. We're still dealing with the aftermath of all, but he's trying to move people to a place of equality and unbelievable the way he can have faith that there are opportunities out there, but you have to go get them. Um, so what uh, you want to do number three? Sure. Practice radical transparency. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and, and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. And I think that the, the transparency part is so critical there because if you're not willing to stand up and tell people this sucks, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel, I can't tell you when, I can't tell you where, I can't even really tell you how just yet, but I promise you that we'll get there and that we're going to do everything we can to work together in order to be able to do that. That's such a powerful message that comes from a leader. And I, and I can give you real-time examples of when I stood in front of the team and we're playing Alabama or we're playing a team that we were definitely outmatched and looked at them and said, look, I'm not going to lie to you and say that we can dominate this football team. This is a hell of a football team. But can we win? Yes. And here are the ways we're going to go about doing those things to give us ourselves a chance. So the transparency part is, is so, so important. So I heard uh, Jay Will on ESPN this morning talking about that as, you know, that's the real measure of a man. And I, I just I just love it. I mean, I'm so filled up. Um, we talked about this last week and it, here it is shows up again. Strong partnerships lead to success. We must learn to live together as brothers or we will perish together as fools. And God, I mean, if that isn't a fucking lightning bolt, then what is, man? Just Yeah, I'll you know. take it back to Friday, to the Pacino speech, but he says that. If we don't come together as a team, we will die as individuals. And I think that's, you know, especially in today's world where, you know, it, we've been moved away from each other physically, gotta find ways to bring people together and remember that we're all here together. Right? This is our our planet. This is our time together. And this is all you got. So um, I want to give a shout out to some new people. Uh, Tracy Fawcett, who's an, uh, a friend from a long time ago. She just joined on the Facebook side. She joined the huddle. And Siva Kawasaka, um, who came in this weekend, like a gentleman on LinkedIn, had a great dialogue with him. And Friday, I want you to tune in because I'm having all Hall of Fame. I had a Hall of Fame. <laughs> I have total faith in humanity that there are a bunch of people who played the game right. And if you are listening this morning and you are one of those people, please say hello that I can shout you out. And then uh, the last thing here, Mark, why don't you just take it home? Have total commitment. And that goes to the quote, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, keep moving forward. And, you know, that's, burn the burn the boats right like that was the, the the famous line when you decide to do something and and shout out to anybody who's taking that step forward and trying something new and moving themselves into a new growth direction but you can't dip your toe in the water you got to say that i'm in this and i'm in this for ever all of it for the good the bad the ugly and there was a there was a post yesterday from tom brady that had bruce arian's speech to the team 
before they left to go to New Orleans. I loved it. And it was fucking fire. I mean, it was so on point, but he talked about trust. He talked about this commitment to a cause. And I think most people don't have a cause. Most people walk around throughout their day, not really committed to anything. If you can't commit to yourself and your own personal development, you got no chance. Everything is going to pull you in every direction. You got no control over what happens. And look, they, they pulled out the they pulled out the victory. Did you Matters. like that little uh, smart ass comment about cause? Yeah, you and Jake, both you guys, <laughs> both you guys responded. So just like, you know, smart ass. That. And he goes, "What's your cause?" And I go, "B cause." <laughs> Just knowing that uh, the dialogue between us on the weekend, uh, the, uh, the the text world on fire. So um, here's a comment, though. When you ingest this type of stuff as your diet, it shows up everywhere in your life. Look at those themes, just five things that have showed up in the last 18 days in our conversation. We've been talking about being transparent. We've been talking about having faith. And so it's all there um, uh, Maribel Cardez, Shay, show me her. Um, gotta miss her, especially after this year. Here's another quote We must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope. Damn. Yeah, that's ultimate commitment. Love it, love it, love it. So I'm gonna switch gears, go on to a lighter note, um, because it's always fun to look at uh, lessons from all different places. Shay, show me Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so I don't know if you were a Winnie the Pooh fan, but um, thank you, John Son, for getting that because that was a Winnie the Pooh comment. <laughs> so that's why I wrote it, because. So John Son, your cerebral nature got that. Good for you. Kudos. Way to be working. So every year on January 18th, um, it is marked as Winnie the Pooh Day. In the spirit of Winnie the Pooh Day, here are seven ways Entrepreneurs can learn from the wisdom of the Pooh Bear. Mark, lead us off. Dream big and believe in yourself. You're braver than you believe and stronger and smarter than you think. Gotta love when Winnie, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh comes in with some real encouragement. I'm sure he had a jar of honey with himself as well. So he also said, as Pooh Bear says, when you see someone putting in his big boot, putting on his big boots, you can pretty be pretty sure that the adventure is going to happen. So it's like, put on your big boy pants. Go. <laughs> Which on. Winnie the Pooh did not wear pants, correct? Hold on. Winnie That's the Pooh was. <laughs> well, if you talk about another cartoon character, I used to end my speeches in that I um, aspire to be Donald Duck because Donald Duck didn't wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> People would always get a kick out of that. Give me another one. I love it. So the value of building and fostering relationships, which is at the core fundamental of everything that we talk about, but it's so much more friendly with two. You can't stay in your corner of the forest waiting for others to come to you. You have to go to them sometimes. Um, and it's never been easier to go to people. Thank and you. if that's your main goal is to build friendships with people, you absolutely cannot lose. It is uh, absolutely insane. Shout out to my friend, Lester Gruda. This is the first time uh, that I see him in the huddle. Lester had the best left-hand drive to the basket when we played basketball together. He was incredible. Good to see him, my friend. I love this. By all means, keep working on your knowledge and skills, but don't let the process of preparing stop you from implementing your goals. Start 
evolve, refine, repeat. That one's ownable. That one is a takeaway that goes on the mirror. Start, evolve. We don't talk about evolving, but we're very different at this 12th month of the or 10th month of the pandemic than we were when we started. Whether you like it or not, you evolved. Yep. A, a thousand percent. And I, and I think that, you know, we've talked about this before, but, you know, and you said it like, you know, Tom Brady didn't start out so well in the game yesterday. He didn't just like hope for the reset button. He just said, all right, we, we're not where we want to be. We're down. We're down points. We got to go win. And then they ended up scoring 17 unanswered to go win the game because they just kept staying with the process. They just kept trying to evolve and find the things that would work and do the things that would make them successful. And they got there. And that's the best part about sport is that it's a 60 minute microcosm of life. A full lifetime, it, it can be seen right there. It didn't start the way they wanted to at all the potential in the world, but didn't start, but stayed with it, continued and ended up being successful because they found the things that would work for them and then repeated and, and, and kept going. So I want to close the huddle. Shave, you could find Scott Garber's comment. Scott uh, asked a question, and we might as well hit it. Um, I would have preferred you ask me this offline, Scott. Just learn uh, some decorum as to when you ask. But he's just curious if we're on the new app clubs Clubhouse, and if so, what are your thoughts? So here's the thing. I'm going to let you know my early – So I got in early. Um, I took a look at it. It's an audio chat room, really, which what it is. I'm finding the people that are in there are spending an inordinate amount of time bullshitting. And one of the things about social media and social access and all things like that is if you don't do the work, you're not going to get the results. While that is a great networking event, if all you do is network, right, you're not going to hit your goals. And that's one of the things yeah. I said is you got to turn the, the faucet on and turn the faucet off. The same names are popping up. Uh, Grant Cardone is in this room. Grant Cardone, he must, he must be living in that. And you know what? If you follow that, he you will follow it down the drain. I think it has a place, but I think it's going to yeah. be really hard for people to discipline themselves to not get sucked into all of these rooms and all of these people and you can't really see people. I don't think it's the same level of networking. I am not poo-pooing it by any means. Still a lot to learn. That's an early has day. A time and a, yeah. It has a time and a place. I think it's overloaded with, with people and noise right now. I think there's a way to refine it, to make it better and continue to improve it. But I agree with what you're saying. I think you got to, got to go at it with a target and, and a real plan. And right now, nobody has a plan. They're all just Scott, if, a free fall. if you jump in and learn something new, maybe that's something you can bring to the huddle and share sure. it with people because it is new. You know, when I looked at LinkedIn, I saw, you know, very specific benefits. I, I'm not so sure I see that in Clubhouse. It's just people migrating to this thing. They said you can't get in until you're invited. That's all people need to hear. What do you mean I can't get in? They go drive themselves crazy. They get invited. And then what? So um, yep. it's interesting. Um, and let's stay tuned on that. And so, uh, you know, do that work for us. One final shout out. Um, and this is why this huddle works. Carissa Jones, you get 
major, major brownie points. I want you to pick a shirt. Do you want an on-the-ball shirt or a Bailey Otto shirt? I'm sending it to you. The on-the-ball shirt is what Mark's wearing um, because you know why? You have brought so much value to the huddle. I get requests from people all day long who say you and Doug Marudian are sending people, hey, listen, guys, this is our club. Forget about Clubhouse. Bring this is our here. clubhouse. Bring them here. Yeah, this is our clubhouse. Bring them here. Let's be interactive. Let's do some cool shit. And let's do what we can. Okay. Although I'll keep my social distance, what this world needs is a hug. Until we find the vaccination, there's no substitute for love. So love yourself and love your family. Love your neighbor and your friend. Anytime we love a stranger, but just a friend you ain't met yet.